Welcome to Zikhu Daf Simani Mamari Ram Goldar and today Masekas Kadushan Dav Khafe, the first parak, Haisha Nikneis. The Zikhu Masekas Kadushan program has been generously sponsored as a schutz for Hachazaka Satora. So the three dubs are going to focus on number one. A Brysa lists the 24 Roshe Evarim for which a slave goes free for their destruction. Rabbi adds castration, and Ben Azai adds the tongue which is exposed when one speaks. Although this implies that Rebbe does not consider the tongue exposed, this is disproven because Rebbe holds an argument with the Rabbanon that the tongue is considered exposed regarding sprinkling mechatas, which must land on an exposed part of the body, and to consider a bachor a balmum when it's missing most of the speaking part of the tongue. Ula explains the Malchokas regarding sprinkling mechatas. All agree regarding contracting tumah, the galuli who ate a hasheretz, that the tongue is considered exposed regarding a sheretz, although based astarim, hidden organs cannot contract tumah through touch, because the Pusik says, ashiyigabehem, that which he shall touch, and the tongue can be externally touched. All agree regarding Tevila that the tongue is not considered exposed, and water need not enter the mouth, because the Pasuk says, Barachat's Pesar Bamaim, and he shall immerse his flesh in the water, requiring only fully external organs, similar to flesh, to be immersed. Their argument about Mechatas is whether sprinkling should be compared to Tuma or Tevila. Point number two, Ula said that even Rebbe agrees that the mouth is considered concealed regarding Tevila, and water need not enter it. This is challenged from an incident in which Rebbe's slave woman immersed herself, and later found a bone stuck between her teeth, constituting a chatzitza, and Rebbe required her to repeat her Tevila. This proves that Rebbe holds that water must enter the mouth. The more answers that need to be as mine will be inan, granted that we do not require water to actually enter the mouth. But we do require the mouth to be a place fit for water to enter. The bone stuck in her teeth rendered that part of her mouth unfit for water to enter. This requirement is based on Rabbi Zera's principle, any mincha fit for mixing the flour and oil. The mixing is not critical, and the mincha is valid without it. But any mincha, which is unfit for mixing because of an incorrect proportion of flour to oil, the mixing is critical to it, and the mincha is invalid. And point number three, the next mission states, A large animal, such as cattle, is acquired with handing over, meaning handing over the reins, and a small animal, such as sheep, is acquired by lifting it, according to Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Eliezer. The Chachamim say, A small animal is acquired with drawing it near. Rav announced that a large animal is acquired with Meshicha, and the Gemara explains this is based on a bright sun, which Chachamim say all animals are acquired with Meshicha, and Rabbi Shimon says all animals are acquired with Agba. Rav Yosef asked that according to Rabbi Shimon, how can one acquire an elephant which cannot be lifted? Four answers are offered. Number one, a said it can be acquired with chalipin, exchange of items. Or two, besocha is makomo, by renting its place where it stands, thereby acquiring with chatzer. Number three, Rabbi Zerah said he can place four vessels under the elephant's feet, acquiring with his vessels like a chatzer. And number four, bechavile zamoros, he can place bundles of vines three tfachim high, then compel the elephant to step on them, causing it to be lifted above the ground. So once again, the three points are number one, a brysa listed 24 roshe evarim, for which a slave goes free for their destruction. Rebbe adds castration, and Ben Azai adds the tongue, which is exposed when one speaks. Although this implies that Rebbe does not consider the tongue exposed, this is disproven because Rebbe holds an argument with the Rabbanon that the tongue is considered exposed regarding sprinkling mechatas, which must land on an exposed part of the body, and to consider a bachor a balmum when it's missing most of the speaking part of the tongue. Ula explains the Malchokas regarding sprinkling mechatas. All agree regarding contracting tumah, the galuli who ate a hasheretz, that the tongue is considered exposed regarding a sheretz, although, based on starim, hidden organs cannot contract tumah through touch, because the Pasuk says, ashiyigabehem, that which he shall touch, and the tongue can be externally touched. 
All agree regarding Tevila that the tongue is not considered exposed and water need not enter the mouth because the Pasuk says, Varachetz Besor Bamayim, and he shall immerse his flesh in the water, requiring only fully external organs, similar to flesh, to be immersed. Their argument about Mechatas is whether sprinkling should be compared to Tuma or Tevila. Point number two, Ula said that even Rebbe agrees that the mouth is considered concealed regarding Tevila and water need not enter it. This is challenged from an incident in which Rebbe's slave woman immersed herself and later found a bone stuck between her teeth, constituting a chatzitza, and Rebbe required her to repeat her Tevila. This proves that Rebbe holds that water must enter the mouth. The more answers that need to be as mine will be inun, granted that we do not require water to actually enter the mouth. But we do require the mouth to be a place fit for water to enter. The bone stuck in her teeth rendered that part of her mouth unfit for water to enter. This requirement is based on Rabbi Zera's principle, any mincha fit for mixing the flour and oil. The mixing is not critical, and the mincha is valid without it. But any mincha, which is unfit for mixing because of an incorrect proportion of flour to oil, the mixing is critical to it, and the mincha is invalid. And point number three, the next mission states, A large animal, such as cattle, is acquired with handing over, meaning handing over the reins, and a small animal, such as sheep, is acquired by lifting it, according to Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Eliezer. The Chachamim say, A small animal is acquired with drawing it near. Rav announced that a large animal is acquired with Meshicha, and the Gemara explains this is based on a bright sun, which Chachamim say all animals are acquired with Meshicha, and Rabbi Shimon says all animals are acquired with Agba. Rav Yosef asks that according to Rabbi Shimon, how can one acquire an elephant which cannot be lifted? Four answers are offered. Number one, Abai said it can be acquired with chalipin, exchange of items. Or two, Besochez Makomo, by renting its place where it stands, thereby acquiring with chatzir. Number three, Rabbi Zera said he can place four vessels under the elephant's feet, acquiring with his vessels like a chatzir. And number four, Bechavile Zamoros, he can place bundles of vines three tfachim high, then compel the elephant to step on them, causing it to be lifted above the ground. All right, so now we go to Simon Dab Chafei, and our standard Simon is the 25th silver anniversary. So here goes. This special silver anniversary dinner was a disaster when the wife of the big diamond ring got such a fright from seeing their Evid's long exposed tongue when he was speaking that she got a chicken bone stuck in her teeth, which would constitute a chatzitza. Just as her husband presented her with a gift of a pet elephant, he acquired by placing her pots under the elephant's feet. Once again, slow motion. The special silver anniversary dinner was a disaster when the wife of the big diamond ring got such a fright from Singer Evid's long exposed tongue when he was speaking, which reminds us, Abraisa lists the 24 Roche Avarim for which a slave goes free for the destruction. Rebbe adds castration, and Benazai adds the tongue which is exposed when one speaks. Although this implies that Rebbe does not consider the tongue exposed, this is disproven because Rebbe holds, arguing with the Rabban, that the tongue is considered exposed regarding sprinkling mechatas, which must land on an exposed part of the body, and to consider a when it's missing most of the speaking part of the tongue. So the special anniversary dinner was a disaster when the wife of the big diamond ring got such a fright from seeing their Ev's long exposed tongue when he was speaking that she got a chicken bone stuck in her teeth, which would constitute a chatzitza, which reminds us the Lord discusses why Rebbe's slave woman repeated her tefillah after finding a bone in her mouth. This is based on Rebbe Zera's principle, kohorul any mincha, fit for mixing the flour and oil, ain bila ma'akevesbo. The mixing is not critical and the mincha is valid without it. But any mincha which is unfit for mixing, because of an incorrect proportion of flour to oil, bila ma'akevesbo, the mixing is critical to it, and the mincha is invalid.
So the special anniversary dinner was a disaster when the wife of the big diamond ring got such a fright from seeing their Evid's long exposed tongue when he was speaking that she got a chicken bone stuck in her teeth, which would constitute a chatzitza. Just as her husband presented her with a gift of a pet elephant, he acquired by placing her pots under the elephant's feet, which reminds us that more discusses methods for acquiring animals and how an elephant is acquired, according to Rabbi Shimon, who holds that all animals are acquired with Hagba. Four answers are given, one being that he can place four vessels under the elephant's feet, acquiring with his vessels like a chadzer. So once again, this special silver anniversary dinner was a disaster when the wife of the big diamond ring got such a fright from seeing their Evid's long exposed tongue when he was speaking that she got a chicken bone stuck in her teeth, which would constitute a chadzitza. Just as her husband presented her with a gift of a pet elephant, he acquired by placing her pots under the elephant's feet. All right, so now it's time for four blah blah chazara. Daf chaf alf. So the simmer daf chaf alf is a car because Bostonians pronounce car ka. So here goes. The family in the ka, ka, that must be on daf chaf alf. The family in the ka who drove up to the house in a walled city to redeem it, but were told they couldn't because they were the seller's relatives, which reminds us, the Gemara brings a discussion, but Bate Arichoma can be redeemed by relatives, Rav Shesha says, they cannot. So the family in the ka who drove up to the house in a walled city to redeem it, but were told they couldn't because they were the seller's relatives, were horrified when a master approached pulling his evid and wanted to do ritzia with a metal instrument into the car door, which reminds us that Bryce records a Malchokas regarding what is included in the Torah's requirement of ritzia, boring the ear of the evid ivri, who wishes to remain. Rabbi Yossi bar Rabbi Yudin includes wooden instruments such as a peg or thorn based on the word ulakachta, and you shall take. A rabbi is called davar shenikach b'yad to include anything which is taken by hand. He bases his opinion on the more expansive form of drasha of riba mir riba. Rabbi requires a metal instrument similar to the all of the Torah, basing his opinion on the less inclusive klal prat uklal. So, the family in the Ka, who drove up to the house in a walled city to redeem it, but were told they couldn't because they were the seller's relatives, were horrified when a master approached pulling his evid and wanted to do ritzia with a metal instrument into their car door. While the evid vehemently objected, saying he was a Kohen and would make him a Baal Moon, which reminds us, Yudin taught that the piercing is done in the earlobe. The Chaman respond, Ain evid ivri Kohen nirtsam if nation nas a Baal The law is that an evid ivri who is a Kohen cannot become a nirtsam because he would thereby become a Baal Moon, possessing a disqualifying defect. If you say only the earlobe is pierced, how would he become a Baal Moon? Rather, the piercing must be in the upper portion of the ear. The Gemara later explains that the Kohen cannot become a Baal Moon because the Torah says, Meshavel Mishpachto, and he shall return to his family. Lamuchsak should be Mishpachto, teaching returns to his former position in his family. Dav Chav Beis, the same Dav Chav Beis is a cab. So here goes. The cab driver, cab, that must be one Dav Chav Beis. The cab driver from Diamond Cabs, who dropped off a delicious lunch of bread made from fine flour and aged wine for the Evid Ivri, who was loved by his master, which reminds us, a Bryson teaches, the Pasuk says, Ki imach, for it was good for him with you teaching, imach b'machol, imach b'mishta. He should be with you in food and with you in drink. You should not eat bread of fine flour while the Evid eats bread of poor quality. You shouldn't drink aged wine while he drinks inferior new wine. And you should not sleep on a mattress while he sleeps on straw. Based on this, it was said, kona Evid Ivri, kakona Anyone who acquires a servant is as if he acquired a master for himself. So the cab driver from Diamond Cabs, who dropped off a delicious lunch of bread made from fine flour and aged wine for the Evid Ivri, who was loved by his master, and seated at a table right next to the bloody door and doorpost, where he'd become a nirtza, which reminds us that Gmore discusses why the ear of the Evid Ivri is pierced and why by a doorpost. Two different drushes are brought. One is Amar Kosh Baruch said, Dallas and Mitzrayim, the door and doorpost, which were witnesses in Mitzrayim when I skipped over the lintel and two doorposts of Jewish homes and I 
said, for to me, are servants, and not servants of other servants, and I took them out from slavery to freedom. Yet this one went and acquired a master for himself. His ear should be pierced before them. So the cab driver from Diamond Cabs, who dropped off a delicious lunch of bread made from fine flour and aged wine for the Evid Ivry, who was loved by his master, and seated at a table right next to the bloody door and doorpost, where he'd become a nirza, came to pick up the master who was lifting an evikanan he had just acquired with Agba, which reminds us. The next Mishnah states, Evakanani nikneb bechazaka. An Evakanani may be acquired with money, a document, or chazaka. Brisa adds that he may be acquired with chalipin, and Shmuel says he may be acquired with Mashiach, drawing him near. Atan and Abraisa holds that if he lifts a slave, he doesn't acquire him, but Rabbi Shimon disagrees. Chazaka should not be better for acquiring anything than lifting it. For lifting acquires in every place and can acquire slaves as well. Dav Chav Gimel, so the similar Dav Chav Gimel is Kugelach. So here goes. The diamond level Kugelach champ, Kugelach, that must more on Dav Chav Gimel. The diamond level Kugelach champ, who wanted to free himself from slavery using his earnings, from winning the competition, which reminds us three opinions are brought regarding freeing a slave with money or a star, threw himself for another, a bundle, that an evid can even free himself with personal money because they hold he can own money. So the diamond level Kugelach champ, who wanted to free himself from slavery, using his earnings, from winning the competition, since the person who was supposed to receive his get shikhor was delayid with a flat tire, which reminds us, Rabbi Shimon Lezer says, a slave cannot receive his get shikhor, but we learned that he can make a shikhor, to accept it on his behalf. This law is derived from a woman, so just as she can make a shaliach, a slave can as well. So the diamond-level kugelach champ, who wanted to free himself from slavery using his earnings from winning the competition, since the person who was supposed to receive his get shikhor was delayed with a flat tire, told his master he can use his earnings, since they were given on condition that he goes free with them, which reminds us, in the mission of Mir said that a slave cannot free himself with his own money, and the rabbin say he can. The Gemara suggests Rabbi holds Ein Kinnin Evitable Rabbo. A slave has no acquisition without his master, who automatically acquires anything given to a slave, and holds the same regarding a married woman. And the Rabban hold that a slave can independently own what is given to him. We learn that even the Rabban agree that ordinarily, a slave cannot independently own anything. Rabbi Lezer explains the cases where someone gave the slave money and said, This is given on condition you go free with it. And they argue if this condition is effective. Dav Chav so the Simran Dav Chav is a cud, a pitcher. So here goes. When the master threw the diamond-studded pitcher, pitcher, that must be Dav Chav When the master threw the diamond-studded pitcher at the slave, knocking out his tooth and setting him free, which reminds us, it was taught in a bright say, a slave goes free for destruction of a tooth or eye, or the ends of limbs which do not regenerate. A tooth and eye are written explicitly, and both had to be written to clarify that the loss of a baby tooth does not set him free, and that the loss of an adult tooth does, despite his not being born with it. So, when the master threw the diamond-studded pitcher at the slave, knocking out his tooth and setting him free, it made such a loud noise that another slave lost his hearing, but didn't gain his freedom, which reminds us of Bryce that teaches, although a slave goes free if struck on the eye and blinded, or on the ear and deafened, but neged enovein eroyev, if he struck a place opposite his eye and shocked him, and now he can't see, or can opposite his ear, and now he can't hear, the slave does not go free. Ravashi explained that since a man is an intelligent being, he shocks himself by focusing on the sudden noise, and the producer in the noise is not responsible. So when the master threw the diamond-studded pitcher at the slave, knocking out his tooth and setting him free, it made such a loud noise that another slave lost his hearing, but didn't gain his freedom, and startled the doctor treating a servant's eye that he accidentally 
blinded him. Which reminds us, so Bryce said teaches that if the master was a doctor and the slave asked him to medicate his eye, and in the process the master blinded him, the Tanakhama says, Seek he laughs at the master and goes free. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says, the Pasuk says, and he shall destroy teaching. He does not go free until the master intends to destroy the limb, but does not go free for unintentional destruction. All right, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which is definitely when a master must provide his ever with food, drink, and sleep in the way the master is accustomed? That's on Duff. Chavbeis. Good number two, which is definitely when the master struck a place opposite his Evakanani's ear and the noise shocked the Evakanani and he went deaf, he does not go free. That's on Duff. Good number three. Which stuff do we discuss methods for acquiring animals and how to acquire an elephant according to Rebbe Shimon? That's on Duff. Good number four. Which stuff do an Evid Evi sold to an idolater cannot be redeemed by halves? That's on Duff. Good number five. Which stuff do we discuss if the tongue is considered an exposed limb that would enable an Ebukanani to go free? That's on Duff. Good number six. Which stuff do an Evid Ivri Cohen may not become a Nyrza? That's on Duff. Good number seven. Which stuff do you have a Malkos regarding freeing an Evid with money or a star? And the Rabban hold he can free himself with personal money. That's on Duff. Good number eight. Which stuff do you why Rebbe's slave woman repeated her tevila after finding a bone in her mouth? That's on Duff. Good number nine. Which of the one that we rule leniently and an evid is always redeemed at the lower price if the market value fluctuates as on Duff? Good. And number ten. Which of the one that's malchokas, whether one needs destructive intent to make the evid lose an eye or tooth for the evid to gain his freedom? That's on Duff. Excellent. That comes today's shear. This is Rabbi Ram Goldhar from Zichu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.